just got to do it. You guys ready? We're live. Let's do it. Let's rock. How you right. doing, everybody out there in YouTube land? And welcome to another edition of the Shakers Show here on the Lords of the Long Box. You know how we do it. We're going to start off by letting you sit there and congregate for a little bit. Wow, that was a good one. Now, before we get started, we want to just take a moment to let everyone know that tonight's show is going to be dedicated to Vader the Sith dog and to 
anyone out there who's ever lost a pet. I'm going to take a little moment for Vader. All right. Now, let's get this thing started. We're going to start by, you know, we got to do, got to pay the bills first. We're going to shout out Key Collectibles, one of our sponsors. Go check them out over on Facebook and on Instagram. And we want to talk about KRS. Make sure if you're on the KRS.com website, you do not forget to use your LOTLB discount code to get that 15% off because there is something crazy coming up. It just released today. Check out this um, awesome ghost writer that dropped just today from krs comics and you know krs sells a lot of books and what they've done for us is they've given us a quick little list at top 10 of what are the top 10 selling books on their website hey jack tell me what we got here in the top 10 that's right jb first off of course we've got that jla avengers trade paperback to support the hero initiative as it should be Number two, we've got Avengers number 53, the second print variant. Number three, we've got Spawn 327, that homage Todd McFarlane cover. At number four, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number one, the facsimile edition. At number five, we're staying with that facsimile flavor with Amazing Spider-Man number 238. At number six, we've got Star Wars Darth Vader number 21, the Sprouse Lucasfilm 50th anniversary variant. At number seven, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number one, the Gleason Webhead variant. At number eight, we've got Immortal X-Men, number one, that wraparound cover variant. At number nine, we've got Spider-Woman 21, the David Nakayama Carnage Forever variant. And at number 10, we've got Sensational Wonder Woman special, number one, wrapping for DC Comics with the Jung Young Yoon variant. Man, thank you so much for delivering that list, Jack. And thank you so much to everyone over at KRSComics.com for sharing that information with us and the fans watching tonight. All right, let's get started with tonight's list now this list comes from our friends at cover price focusing on the new high sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list now this list changes several times every day so make sure to check it every day to review some of the hottest trending books in the market and to get us kicking gabe what do we got first on the list Oh, first on the list hold on wait a minute wait a minute one second i just gotta double check this one make sure that's not the right one Web of, okay, go ahead. First on the list. All right. Number one up on the list there, everybody. Amazing Spider-Man number 96. This is the uh, 1971 issue. Uh, some books are high in demand for their, their covers because of a character that makes a first appearance on its pages. But some are sought after for more unique polarizing culture issues. This week, we had a huge sale from one of those books with a CGC 9.6 of Amazing Spider-Man 96 selling for $1,680. This beat out our prior record cover price uh, recorded of $1,050 from January of 2020 by 630 or 60% with most sales over the last 10 years, ranging from $500 to $900. If you look closely at the cover of this book, you'll notice it's missing the Comics Code Authority's stamp of approval. This was due to the story mentioning drugs, and while it was an anti-drug story, it was still deemed unacceptable based on the criteria of the Comics Code Authority. Despite this, Stan the Man Lee published the three-part story without their seal of approval, which ultimately led to revisions to the comic book's code authority and an expansion to what was allowed to be published in comics again. 
Jack, tell us what do you think about this one? This is one. There's is there three issues that don't have the Comics Code Authority? Is it all yeah. three issues, or is it just this one? It, it, it the thing about it is it's it's all three, and it, the whole thing. Interesting thing about the story is you. This is the one that really I think you can credit for the Comics Code Authority kind of going away because this is when people realize that you don't need that seal of approval that you can tell an authentic story and you shouldn't be bound by uh you know those those restrictions all right man um we're gonna hit the next one up on the list i don't have another comment for this one sorry i've got the next read and i was shocked by this but there's another graphic that i think they're supposed to go with this i don't know if i'll be able to show it or you you may recognize it next up we've got america issue number two the second print originally published in 2017 and typically subsequent printings tend to shoot up in value for only first or key issues however this second print or the second print for the second issue of america chavez's first ongoing series is really taken off the only difference between this and the first print is the gold title however the increase in price is due to it being a gorgeous cover low print subsequent printing and an homage to Beyonce's foundation video. Now this week, a graded copy hit a high of $350 for a CGC 9.8. Also notable is that the art Adams variant also hit that same amount, but raw. Now this entire run of America should see some nice jumps in price here in the near future. You guys agree with me? I think everything on her is going to be on fire. And there is the image that it is an homage to Beyonce's foundation video. Nice one. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think as heading into Doctor Strange, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of surprises in the next Doctor Strange film. But heading into it, that's one of the things we know, right? We already know it's locked in. America Chavez is coming. Um, So I think a lot of people are starting to place those bets. But these were not heavy printed books. Um, so those early issues are drying up and really anything America Chavez, any sort of low print, any sort of variant is, is going to start drying up on the market. And we're going to continue to see these prices rise. I agree with you 100%. When we actually see her, I mean, we've seen her kind of in the trailers, but Briefly, I feel like they're, this isn't, a, this isn't a one movie character is what I'm trying to say. I feel like I know Disney. I know what Disney's doing with the ladies and making them heroes they find another hero they're gonna they're gonna have this one for a while all right yeah. next up jack you've got the next one up and we've got oh that's right next up we've got avengers arena number one the mike perkins one in 50 incentive variant from marvel in 2012 and elsa bloodstone is so hot in the aftermarket right now that her siblings are going along for the ride this issue features the first appearance of her brother, Cullen. It also features the first appearance of a villain named Death Locket, featured on the cover of this variant. While the future of Cullen is unknown, the market seems to be investing in him regardless, with this 1 in 50 variant hitting a new high of $190 raw. This is amazing. Raw. Cullen. We haven't never heard yet. of this character. What's I'm right? We haven't seen him yet. <laughs> no, it's, it's pure speculation based on how strong the Elsa Bloodstone market is and how I think priced out a lot of people are from that market. 
So, you know, people immediately start looking at what's the next thing. But what's amazing is we haven't actually seen confirmation of anything. We haven't even seen Elsa. Right. So, so are, I mean, come on. I feel like speculation based on speculation. <laughs> yeah, it's it, exactly right, Gabe. It's, it's two level deep speculation. speculation. That if so this one goes in, we have to see this one or this one too. <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, she's hot. So, uh, Elsa Bloodstones, that book is on fire. On fire. On fire. Uh, you want to hear about On Fire? This next book, this is an incredible story. Gabe, tell us about this next book. This is, the, this is a great one here. Check this one out. This is Batman number six. Uh, we've seen this cover before plenty of times, but this is the Greg Capullo sketch cover. This is a one in 200 variant uh, coming from DC in 2012. While DC's New 52 was mostly underwhelming, the highlight of the relaunch was Snyder and Capullo's Batman run. Not only is this run celebrated, but it's also delivered the Court of Owls, unarguably one of the best new additions to Batman's rogue gallery. However, the first appearance of the Court of Owls is rather complicated. It's even more complicated than your typical debate of first cameo versus first full. In issue two of this run features the first mention of the Court of Owls and the first appearance of Talon, their assassin. Then in issue three, you see a photo of a few of the members wearing their owl masks, and then a painted uh, featured a different group near the end of the issue. In issue four, we get a cameo appearance of the new members via a monitor on the last page. Finally, in issue six, we see the current court of owls physically for the first time with their current mask members. Not only are these uh, key appearances for the court, but Snyder and Capullo dropped plenty of hints of the court throughout all issues. There's plenty of room to debate. However, market-wise, issue number six outsells all of them, making it the de facto winner. This is compound by this 1 in 200 Capullo sketch variant, hitting a huge new all-time high of $800 for a CGC 9.8 in comparison to the 1 in 200 sketch cover for issue two, sold for a high for $290 for a 9.8 this past December. That's an overwhelming difference. What do you guys feel about the true first appearances on these books? I love the breakdown we just got on that because I've always been confused on that. That is fantastic. You know what? What matters is I think the bottom line, which was this is the one that's selling for the most. So this is the book that you want, right? Yeah, you got to go with the market. <laughs> you got to go with the market. About that is, oh, Gabe, you, yeah, I was glad you said that because what's right. interesting with that go with the market mentality is the market has changed on this book. Initially, issue two was like the strong book that people wanted. Um, and then I think people really who delved into it, talked about it and a lot of content creators Two just doesn't really make sense. This one makes more sense, uh, but I could I could see the argument for three. This is a tough one. It's comics politics at its finest. Um, so I think yeah, you, you kind of go with the masses on this one. It reminds me of the Dark Side first appearances, where mm -hmm. his first appearance is just on a little computer screen, and then you see him for the first time in Forever People and things like that. So DC is very much about that. It feels like with these kinds of books, first appearances, it's always yeah, very it, debated I, more than Marvel first appearances. Absolutely, because you think also about Jessica Cruz. And I think that characters are easier than even this. This is a tougher one because you're looking at an entity, right? A group and who is who it counts as a part of that group and you know what what counts as an appearance for that group. Uh, so this one just opens the door for debate. 
Hey, this is not an O for show. There's some people that got some of these books. There's definitely yeah. been some hits here. There's been some hits. I'm so, I am impressed. And looking at what's coming up, I feel like there's going to be a few more hits tonight. This is not one of those traditional O for lists, except for this next book. <laughs> no, this next book is definitely going to be an O for list. Next up, we've got Catman Comics, issue number 20, originally published in 1943 from Continental. Now, Catman, not to be confused with DC's Batman villain, had a short but very in-demand run of comics in the 1940s. He often appeared with his sidekick Kitten and produced many iconic covers featuring World War II themes as well as some classics from L.B. Cole, such as Catman Comics number 28. Well, this week we had multiple lion-sized sales for World War II-themed issues from this run. The most notable was for issue number 20 with a sale of nine thousand dollars for a cgc 2.5 now with only 22 universal graded copies on the cgc census this is a book that not only comes up for sale once or twice a year at most and with no graded copies changing hands publicly since 2019 it was no surprise that we saw a bidding war break out for this classic cover of catman choking out hitler now <laughs> Is that what he's doing? He's choking out Hitler. I just got. I just now looked up at the picture. Now this was not the only Catman Comics issue breaking records this week. For such a rare run, we had multiple major sales for this relatively obscure character. There were two other big sales this week for Catman with a CGC 5.5 of issue number 26, which is a Japanese World War II cover that sold for three thousand. $720, as well as a CGC 5.5 of issue number 19. You ready for this one? A cover featuring Hitler, Mussolini, and Tojo getting knocked out. So for $6,500. Now, these were all significant sales for these books, setting major marks in their respective grades. What do you guys think of that? There's always this strange collector's market out there for like World War II, like Hitler memorabilia, stuff like that. It seems like with comic books, things like old Captain Marvels and things like that are are really, really great, interesting to see. But it, it's kind of weird to see it, though, because it's a little uh, it doesn't fit today's culture. But it's really cool to see that kind of stuff pop up on here, though. Well, it's also a matter, I think, of scarcity, right? It's like, yeah. I think when you hit a level of collecting where maybe you've done all those newer incentive variants. And you get to a point where that doesn't excite you. You start looking at, well, what's next? And we're getting more and more people diving into the golden age and finding these different gems and classics and, and, and chasing them. And they don't come up that often. So it's always staggering the prices that we see on, on these books. Yeah, these are uniquely rare, these kinds of things. They're for yeah. sure, like the rare books that are possible to find. Speaking of rare books, if you want to go check out some rare books, check out our new sponsor who's not just selling slabs anymore. They're also selling some raw books. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slab cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, 
Head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yeah, so the um, certain bot, certain sellers, after a period of time on the platform, are given a seal of approval, basically, to start um, posting raw comics with their, you know, their best grade, which is interesting. So we'll be looking at that. All right. Are we ready for the next one on our list? Jack, are you ready for this one? That's right. Next up, we're talking about one of those incentive variants that I referenced earlier, but this is a hot one. We're looking at Ghost Spider number two. The Peach Momoko 1 in 25 incentive that Marvel released in 2019. And Peach Momoko's overall heat may have settled, but her core covers are still on the rise. In fact, this specific cover was one to really stir up the initial fervor around her rapid rising star. It's all-time high sale this week of $1,250 for CGC 9.8. Just shows that while the dust settles around an artist, the big books hold their ground. Wow. $12.50 for this. It's not a key. It's just a ratio variant by Peach Momoko. Absolutely. I mean, it's a cool cover, but still, $12.50? Woo! I, well, think the- it's be- I think it's because... Oh, I'm sorry, Gabe. Go ahead. Well, yeah, the whole thing that you were reading, Jack, about how uh, a, a cover artist once they're they kind of kind of uh, they they kind of flare out after their big popularity, it's always their big books that still stick around. That reminds oh. me a lot of uh, Joshua Middleton, like that Batgirl cover is still always going to be like the hot cover for that he ever did. All he did a lot of covers after was ever fantastic, and he started to kind of get into the the realm of Peach Momoko where he was everywhere, but that. That Batgirl cover will always still be just like this. They're always going to have some kind of heat behind them. You're, you're spot on there. It's like Adam Hughes in Legion of Superheroes, uh, number 23. Uh, it's it, artists, when they rise in popularity, in and to no fault of their own, I mean, this is what we would all do, right? They take the best deal that comes their way. Uh, so Peach signed a huge deal with Marvel. And when she signs this huge deal, obviously Marvel wants to get the most use out of her as possible. So they, they end up basically putting her on every cover b variant that's available and once you can buy her covers for four dollars it, it, it tends to drive the demand for vi- the, that cover artist variants it, we've seen it so many times uh I, I would love to see publishers protect their artist value more often but either way peach still has found this like massive fan base that really loves her as evidenced by her own like marvel universe that she's creating with her titles and this book is always going to be like that key one of the set there's a few others but this is one of those key seminal pieces in her collection fantastic fantastic all right we ready gabe you're next up next up number what number are we at now spider-man number one michael cho there we go all right so spider-man number one michael cho this is a one in 20 variant coming from marvel in 2016 it is well known that Miles's covers are still hot across all Marvel titles. Spinning off of the Ultimate Spider-Man into his own series, Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, this 2006 series tried to present Miles just as Spider-Man and began new numbering, only to slide into legacy numbering, starting by McFarlane's 1990s, uh, 1990s series. All of Miles's number one issues are still hot. And this is a fan, a fan favorite cover that is frequently used by Marvel in marketing or promoting Miles. This extra visibility makes it a sought-after issue, helping it hit a new raw high of $177 this week, creeping close to the last 9.8 sale 
which was $297. These raw books are keeping up with CGC books a lot these well, days. Wait a minute, though. Isn't this the isn't this the one that CGC uses for his custom label? It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Because I, f- I feel like all of those, you know, obviously those are mostly big books, but I was wondering which book this was. I mean, which character they were grabbing that from. And there it is. It's the one in 20 from Spider-Man. Number one is the image that CGC is using on their custom label. That's it crazy. always seems like when companies reuse imagery like that, it will drive up the demand. Uh, it's not always something we notice right off the bat, um, but you'll see it in time. that will drive up the demand on those covers. Uh, I think of the reveal of the new last Ronin Playmates action figure this week. And the fact that they use several different variant cover art on the boxes, I think it's going to drive demand for the, those specific covers. I, that's something to pay attention to. And something speculators, you never know, may start hedging bets on. All right. You know, we had a real quick change to the script, Jack, so I hate to do this to you, but can you read the next one up? Yeah. All right. And then I'm going to swap. I'll take the one after that because it was just sent to me. Yeah. So next up, let me make sure we got the same one. Okay, good. Next up, we got Vampirella number seven, the Warren Lau Virgin, limited to 500 variant that Dynamite released in 2020. And we've covered the amazing art of Warren Lau recently, specifically around his gorgeous Wonder Woman black and gold KRS exclusives. Shout out to KRS Comics. We're huge fans, and it appears that the market is as well. Case in point, his own store exclusive offered this Vampirella cover for $25. Two years later, it hit a new high of $311 raw. Vamp has no shortage of amazing covers, but this is one gorgeous cover. It really, really is. And let me stop highlighting it. Look at this cover. <laughs> Come on. This is a fantastic I think I found a new cover. wallpaper for my phone. <laughs> it's incredible. And, and it's an, also another example of like sto- variants are released from a bunch of different entities this, these days, right? Like at, more than just retail shops. And what, one of the ways we're seeing variants released onto the market is these creator releases. Um, but they can go under the radar sometimes. Sometimes people may not realize that a creator is doing a drop. Uh, and these books dry up on the market because people become diehard fans of a specific artist. So I, I bet there's just people between Vampirella fans and Warren Loud fans. You just don't see this one that, that often. Hence that $311 sale price. Yeah, I agree. It has a little bit of an Alex Ross look, doesn't it? I can I can rock with that. I can rock with that one. Definitely. All right. So next up on our list, and we had a little change to the, so I'll read this one. Next up, we've got Web of Spider-Man, issue number 90, the gold hologram second print newsstand. Man, there's a lot of a lot going on in this one from 1992. <laughs> now, the newsstand version of Web of Spider-Man number 90, gold second print, was a monster this week with an New all-time high sale of $520 for a CBCS 9.8. Not only was this a new high for this newsstand, but it was a new high across all covers. However, there's a lesson to be learned here. When a book is rare and demand is generated based on an error in information, you get sales like this. This second print features both a direct and newsstand edition with a gold hologram. There are newsstands with a silver hologram, and those are worth considerably less. So why are people dropping good coin for this book? 
Besides the rarity, some have claimed that it is the first appearance of Spider-Man 2099. Mm, I'm confused. <laughs> so first print does, in fact, predate. So this this first print, Web of Spider-Man number 90 first print, does, in fact, predate ASM 365 and Marvel Age 114. However, this second print came out in September of 1992. Well, after the well after these other comics, the noted first appearance of 2099 inside this book is specifically a poster featuring 2099 alongside Spider-Man. I would be cautious paying high prices for this gold second print unless your motivation is simply owning rare books. Man, I did not know. I love the good information that gets dropped here. Fantastic job, Matt Devoe and all the writers over at Cover Price. Absolutely. What yeah, do you guys this think of this? One I, this is one I wasn't fully aware of. Um, doesn't surprise me. These niche '90s books are hot, and certainly everything 2099 is on fire. Uh, but I really, I really wasn't aware of the scarcity of this book or the demand for it. Not at all, Gabe. You got this one in your collection. I have I have a Web Spider-Man 90, but I don't think I have the second print gold newsstand or, or whatever. <laughs> I forgot what that what the long list of uh, subtitles that thing had. But no, I don't have this one. I do have a Web Spider-Man 90. All That's right. Great. Well, Gabe, take us home with this. This last one's another fantastic story. You guys ready? I love on. this one. This is like this my is favorite good. cover right here. Look at this. So uh, up up here, we got uh, Uncharted number one, the amazing Adam Hughes cover. Uh, from DC Comics 2011. This incredibly tough to find Adam Hughes variant has been pricey for years and very rarely pops up for sale. Yeah, who would want to sell this book? When they do, they tend to sell quickly. One seller uh, held on to his copy to smartly time it with the release of Sony's Uncharted film that recently released on February 18th. Hitting a big sale of $1,875 for a CGC 9.8. However, what's most notable about this sale is how it's more than half the price of the all-time high 9.8 sale, $3,995 in June uh, 2021, months before the first trailer hit in October 2021. So what happened here? Well, while COVID slowed opening sales... Uh, it did well in theaters, but it was also slammed by critics and had some initial bad word of mouth by folks who didn't see the movie. This dropped confidence in the game franchise, transitioning to a film franchise. The seller may have felt this lack of enthusiasm and settled for what they could. As noted, it is a very rare book, which requires finding the right buyer willing to shell out top dollar for it. With all that said, this is a great lesson of when the right time is to capture market high. Waiting for a project's release has not been kind to books like this. The Eternals, Deadpool. The good news is this film with a 90% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes and did very well in box office results. This does lend support to future sequels. So that 1875 may just have been a great buy. Wow. <laughs> the timing of it all absolutely that's what it's all about and so much of buying and selling comics is that it comes down to the timing it really does it really does so that's our list for tonight but you know what happens next so we're gonna we're gonna shoot on over to the uh 
to the live to the shakers list today's live shakers list let's go let's let's get you listed here does that not work oh, i gotta take this graphic down see i take the graphic down oh there it is We'll go full screen layout there. Bam. So that's today's Shakers. If you're not familiar with the website, you got to go check it out. So let me explain what goes on here. Every single day, Cover Price is calling all of their sources of information to pull sales from, you know, not just eBay. I'll just tell you that. It's just not just eBay. It's multiple sources of information. And they're telling you what's happening here on a daily basis based on dollar volume. So there's two lists. You got your movers which is based on units and you got your shakers, which is based on uh, sales, you know, the high dollar volume. And it literally changes every single day. I check it every day just to see what's going on in here. And there's some fantastic stuff. Uh, so I'll scroll through. Let's, let's ask the chat if there's anything that they want to see in particular, anybody on the panel have anything you want to see on this top row? Take I'll a look at what, the, uh, the FF 50. The FF50. Yeah, it's a good sell. Now, this is another. Is this another buyer. example of the? Is this the? No, this isn't. This isn't the Silver Surfer that they're using on their label, is it? Is the CGC label? I'm not sure which one they're using on this. Oh, that might be. I'm not sure if it is or not, but I know. So this is part of the the trio. You got the 48, 49, 50. Mm -hmm. I do believe this concludes the story arc, right? I think. Maybe, yeah, this yeah. this is this is the uh, it's it's a weird thing because it ends in the first couple of pages of the book, and then the rest of it is Johnny going back to college. This is also there the first go. appearance of his of uh, Johnny's uh, college roommate uh, Wyatt Wingfoot. So it is a first appearance book too. All right, so let's see what's going on with this. We had a graded eight point five sell yesterday for three thousand five hundred and ninety nine dollars. That's actually not up. Um, Let's slide down and see what's going on with it. The highest known sale in this book sold in 2013 in a 9.8 for 44 grand. Good Lord. And what I wonder if that was a record at that price. 8.5. Let's check that 8.5 and open it up real quick. No, an 8.5's had a high, high of $7,200 at one time. I don't know when it was. radio okay so let's uh check something else out on the list werewolf by night we know is hot because moon knight is about to take off and be on fire let's see what's going on with this one i actually Wait. owned this for about a day it came <laughs> in and out you know it i it, well I, I owned it the entire time that cgc had it so maybe a year and a day <laughs> <laughs> but, but the day it came back it went out in a trade and uh, look at this, a graded 8.0 sold for $3,000 yesterday. I still think there's room on this book. I don't think we've seen the high high for this yet. Wait till that Disney Plus series starts getting closer. So yeah, it's all about how that show lands. Yeah. So what happens when whoever bought this book in March of 2020 puts it back up at 9.8? Uh, you think it has room to grow? You think 50. the next time it goes up in a 9.8, it's a six-figure book? Yeah. It's gonna be if a the, huge book. It's gonna be a huge if the book. show pops. If right. the show, I, I don't, I don't see that show not popping. I think Moon Knight's gonna end up being one of those characters that everybody's gonna be like, oh, that's my new favorite character. I think there's a lot to happen with Moon Knight, especially with somebody like uh, that actor they got involved, um, Oscar Isaac. I, 
that's not just like a one movie kind of role you want or actor. You want him to be around for a while, really get your money out of him. So I think there's going to be a lot of Moon Knight coming up. All right, let's see what we got in this second row. Oh, man, I'm so glad I bought mine when I did. Um, this is, it's coming. Yeah, Obviously, that's it's another coming. one. It's a sleeper this is hit. Another one. It's a sleeper book. This is one of my better investments. At least I continually point to this one. I, I point this one out to my wife, you know, when she talks about the comic. Well, this was a win. This one right here. <laughs> see, it's on the wall. I, that was a win. I bought mine for like five hundred bucks, and it, it it came back a five five. So that's a yeah, that's another great book. Yeah, such another a big book now. Graded three point five, going for sixteen sixty five, and that's big time up. That's got to be a that's got to be a record at that three point five. Yeah. And like with Miles, everything Ghostwriter is is still blowing up, 16, and there's still a lot left yeah. out there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we reached the full like flare up for uh, Ghostwriter books yet. Check out Miss. Furry. Am I saying that right? That's Miss Miss Furry. Miss Fury. Fury? All right. Miss Fury. Fury. <laughs> All right. I got a sick mind. Never mind. Uh, we had a raw, a raw comic book sell for 1,666. It's not even a key of any sign. It's from 1943. So we got Golden Age Miss Fury. Sorry. <laughs> All right. What else have we got on this list? Uh, Secret Wars 8 is heating up. Heating up. Look at that. 9.8 and a Secret Wars 8 newsstand. I was always surprised how cheap this book was. $100. Yeah, that's great. I, this book was so cheap for so long. It was such an underappreciated gem. Wow. Just wow. Uh, Zelda. I like in Zelda. Video games continuing to make a move. Killing it. Legend of Zelda issue number one. From 1991, you love that 90s goodness. Had a graded 9.8, so for 1500. Oh man! And look at that 9.6 at half price. That's gets good ratio for 9.6. All right, what else we got here? Uh, Vengeance. We know what we're talking about here. First appearance of America. Talking about that. And a 9.8 sold yesterday and is a big $1,100. Mm, uh, what's the what's the chat saying? Uh, no one's pointing anything out. Okay, I'll just keep going. What's this going here? Young Men, issue number 26. <laughs> the Human Torch returns with Young Men from 1954. That's a great cover. cover. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, do you own this? No, no, no. I'd never heard of the title Young Men before. Young Men. The Human Torch Returns in Young Men. <laughs> 1954 with a graded 5.0 selling yesterday for $800. Woo. All right. This is a hot book right now. Totally Absolutely. awesome Hulk. What's the deal the with one this book? 25. It's the first appearance of the protectors. But I saw this show up on the list and we had a graded 9.8 sell for 787. That's actually down there. The FMV on a 9.8 is 1100 bucks. So I think that this one is, is not only is that a great variant, I think that there is some good spec around the protectors. Uh, a lot of people are trying to place bets on what we're going to see. Is it, as far we know, there's going to be a younger Avengers team, and we also know 
with some of the character additions into the MCU that we're definitely going to be heading towards the East and that there's going to be a focus there. The protectors is a great team that certainly we can see a lot of people have been looking at agents of Atlas, uh, new Avengers, young Avengers. Uh, but I think the protectors is, is a team to keep, keep your eye on for sure. Definitely. All right. Let's see what we got next. De oh Lord. What is this? Vampirella issue one, the Alex Ross. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there's been some crazy Alex Ross uh, Vampirella's wow, showing up that's on the shaker nice list. One. <laughs> Look at her, her foot's on its skull down here. Yeah, yeah isn't that burst. like the, the issue one? Like, kind of, it's like an homage to issue one, but it's like the reverse side, right? Yeah, it's what the back side. This one, yeah, graded 9.8 sold yesterday for $750. That's up. I feel like that's going to be a new record for that 9.8. Yes, it was. That's a new record for that 9.8. Wow. All right. What is this? I've never seen Clue Comics. You guys ever seen Clue Comics? Issue no, but this one is from awesome. 1943. Yeah. It's new. There's Cops Against Crooks with Nightmare and Sleepy. <laughs> Nightmare and Sleepy. Microface and Other Thrills. Nice. Ten cent. What happened with this book? A raw sold for seven hundred and forty-eight dollars yesterday, and the graded fair market value on a six point oh is thirteen hundred dollars. Never I'm heard of it. I'm wondering who these people are that are shelling out big money like that for a raw. That's just it's always so scary to me when we look at these things. This book's not going away. Turtles one, Ninja yeah. Turtles Adventures one, First. not going away. First appearance of Krang and Bebop. Be rock steady as a human, and we had a 9.8 sell for $699 yesterday. That's good to know. I think I have one of those out there. Oh, do you, what do you tell me about Echo? What do you guys think? Is, the, the, is this just the beginning of all? And which one do you really want to own? Is it nine? Is it 10? Is it 11? Is it 52? What is it? That's <laughs> good. All of them. Good yeah, it's definitely another comics politics situation. Um, I would say we we saw so little of Echo that she's definitely got to be coming back. Um, but right now, the market's behind nine. I think if you were to really delve deeper, ten makes more sense. Ha okay, so, all right, so let's yeah. break it down. Nine is the first appearance of Maya Lopez. Right. And then ten would be the first cameo of Echo. Yeah. And then... 11 is her first full echo or it's where she becomes daredevil uh, or yeah yeah it becomes echo and in, in echo daredevil. and daredevil yeah okay well man this one is already it's smoking 9.8 going for 675 is that a new record no wow there's been a sale for a thousand dollars in that book wow 9.8 all right godzilla is coming back why is he coming back hot then he got a new movie coming out or something, right? Another new movie. We had a graded 9.6 sell for 200 bucks for Godzilla 1. I wanted to know what was going on with Fantastic 463. It's not a key. So what's going on with this book? Because a 9.6 sold for 695. That's just a high grade book for, for Silver Age. Black oh, yeah. 12 yeah. center. Yeah. That's the issue. You got 12 cent 9.6. <sighs> Where the hell was that book? <laughs> There's some moment back in time and got that. Right? <laughs> Where the hell was that book at? 
Action Comics issue number 90 from 1945. This is when Superman be doing business over here. It's like, oh, I'll take care of that for you. A graded 3.5 sold for $600. Just ripping off. goodness. Just tearing that submarine apart. It's just ripped the submarine apart. 1945. Golden Age. Who is this guy not dead yet? Is he come? I thought he was dead. Is he coming back? I feel like I'm seeing more Venom threes than recently. What's going on with him? He disappeared for a minute after uh, after that that maxi series, that big event. This is up. And then he came back. Yeah, this is up. Done a rebound. Great at nine point eight. Just sold for five hundred and eighty dollars. This is the I, uh, some of it too was like people's speculation that that was null in the trailer of the Doctor Strange film. The which, black goo behind him. Yeah, which already uh, Donny Cates is debunked. He's but, debunked that already. Yeah, but you know how people are. You know they're they're gonna take their shots. Oh, I'm taking my shot on this one. I have one of these out there. I hope it comes back nine eight. <laughs> Jenny Frizon, first appearance of Erica Slaughter. It, of all of the something is killing the children, which one is the one to have? It's a good question. That's I, the you know of, yeah. of all the number ones, which one is the one to have? I don't know. It's a preference, but I would like the just I like the A covers for for most books. Me too, but I think that 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 Frizen um, cover ultimately any of it, whether it's the color or. That like black and white blood splatter. Either way, I, that's an iconic cover. All right, what do we got next? What do we have next? Oh, here's the here's another debated one. Oh, good old Malibu Sun. Good old Malibu Sun, right? First bit no first cover. This is still the first cover appearance of Spawn. I think it can still claim that, right? Yeah, first yeah. Spawn cover appearance and preview. We had a raw comic sell for $449 yesterday. That's Man, a they lot. must have been some good pictures. Yeah, that's a lot for a raw book. Especially because that thing's a... Uh, it's basically a, a preview magazine from, from back Look then. Look at this crazy man. <laughs> Look at this nuts. He's on the bat snow sled. With <laughs> 10 Center from 1944. First appearance of Batman 3000. What the hell is that? And Robin 3. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> what the hell am I talking about? First appearance of Batman 3000 Brain and Robin 3000 Ricky. And we had a graded 2.5 sell for $465. I'm losing my mind. I've never heard of these characters. From 1944. First appearances. There you have Golden it. Age on fire. On fire. Oh, uh, look at this one. Showcase Aquaman and Aqualad. Ten center. I love these old first uh, appearance DC books. of the Silver Age Aquaman. I did not know that. There you go. Showcase 30. First appearance of the Silver Age Aquaman. Had a raw comic sell for $433 yesterday. Uh, TiVo, got to show him. Got to show this one, right? This Doctor Strange 169. Yeah, I've seen his book pop up so everywhere. So this is the first in his title. Yeah, first Doctor Strange solo series because it was Strange 
tails up to 168. Mm-hmm. Correct. No. Yes. I think that's correct. Yes. All right. I think that's. I think that's correct. We had a raw comic sell for four hundred and thirty-two dollars, and a graded F uh, eight point five has an FMV of thirteen twenty. Somebody in the chat's asking to look at the uh, oh, which one the the tarot number one, David Nakayama. This cover. one, yeah, look at this thing. Avengers Defenders Tarot number one. Look at that cover. Fantastic. This is the David Nakayama variant in a graded 9.8 sold yesterday for $393, which is not the high as the FMV is $429. And is it just for the cover? I mean, it's not a key of any sort. Yeah, it's got to be that, that great cover. That thing's amazing. The yeah, that's cover style. That's pretty good. Yeah, look at that. She's holding the card, holding the card, holding the card, holding the card. That's kind of cool. <laughs> All right, what's this? No, it's first, some... first Angela, right? No, what do you mean, first Angela? Oh, or in Marvel? Marvel? Yeah, is that what it is? It is a cameo of Angela in Marvel Universe. There you go. Look at this cover, though. There's also a one in fifty uh, Joe Casada variant. Again, this is one of those things where nobody's ordering, a, a, you know, one in fifty for uh, Age of Ultron. Wow, that's a killer cover. And we had a big sale of 9.8 for 400 bucks, which is right on, right on, basically. All right, what else we got? Um, you guys help me out. If there's anything you want to see, just pop. What about that uh, That Thor? We got Lady uh, Lady Thor coming up in this one right the next here. Thor movie, yeah. First print, too. Thor issue number one, first print from 2014. You know she's coming. I mean, God, they got a whole movie about it. And we've got a graded 9.8 sold for $329. And the FMV on a 9.8 is $331. So that's right about where it needs to be. That seems low for this first appearance. Well, we haven't seen her yet. Again, we're we're all about seeing is believing. And until we see her in costume like this, I mean, honestly, I think the, as soon as we see her in costume like this, this book might might yeah. jump. You guys $300 agree? for a 9.8 is 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 that's gold. That's there's a lot of meat on that bone. That's a great deal for these books. Yeah, I mean, we're all about seeing as believing, and as soon as we see her in the costume, it's, <laughs> that's it. That, that they're they're going to go nuts on her. Wait for that. Um, it, it, I, I I'm confused as to what book to actually get with this guy because do I do I get him as him? Do I get him as Adam Warlock? Do I get him as Adam? Do I get him in the cocoon? I don't know what to do, man. Just get them all. We had a raw comic sell for $337 for the Mighty Thor issue 165. Raw. That's another one that was like, uh, like Jack was saying, the uh, kind of first appearance politics around that character yeah. as well. Ooh, look at this one. I think I might have this one somewhere. Batman issue 234 from 1971, the first modern appearance of harvey dent as two-face that's a great cover too this is one of those if you get a first appearance with him on the cover too right you get the double whammy that's a that's a winner winner what happened in this one we had a raw comic sell for 305 dollars this is 165 i'm in the wrong spot over here looks like all black suit spidey is taking off right now What's up with the Blue Beetle over here? 1955. 
Fast Charleston characters in general have just been on the rise. I think I think largely Peacemaker's got heat behind these characters because James Gunn showed that they can be really used and used effectively. Peacemaker was fantastic. Oh, absolutely. The, the Peacemaker finale was fantastic. So good. <laughs> it was so damn good. I may have to say that it might have been the best it might have been the best superhero TV show better than anything that that happened on DC on uh, Disney Plus. It was better than Wanda. It was better than Loki. It was better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I a controversial take, but you might be right. I'm serious, man. My wife enjoyed that a lot of it too. It was it was good. Yeah, it really was. All right, let's see what we got here on the Oh, I think this is this is getting hot for a reason, right? Because this would be her first appearance as the No, I thought this was her first dark first appearance as this this character, the darker version of Wanda. Avengers West Coast issue number 56 from 1990 had a 9.8 sell for $300. Something's going on with that. Someone believes me. They think that this character is going to show up, this version of Wanda. Oh, Thundercats one. Very nice. 1985. $299 for a graded 9.2 with a 9.8. Going for a thousand dollars. Hello, Thundercats. Now the green would be second. No, this first print. Okay, New Avengers Illuminati still hot. Is there room for this to keep going, or, or is this the height? I feel like this is the height of this <laughs> until they actually show up and we actually. I don't see even all think. I think even oh, after no. you show up, you're going to be disappointed because it's not going to be who you think it is. This is the height of the hype, in my opinion. <laughs> or what is this? That's the. Uh, this is this the death of Angela? Look at that spawn issue number sixty-two. The fantastic Capullo cover from 1997. It doesn't say it's a key, but a graded 9.8 sold for $295. Amazing Adventures Beast. Is this 20 center from March 1972? I love the uh, Marvel frames in that, you know, 72 and 73 had the Marvel frame books. First appearance of the Blue Beast. A raw comic sold for 290. First appearance of the Blue Beast. I didn't know that. Amazing Adventures, issue number 11. Oh, look at this one. This is new, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman, Black and Gold, issue one. We saw this on one of the... That's, the, I mean, this that's that KRS one they were talking that's about. That's what we were talking about, yeah. yeah. One, wow. That's been a big home run for DC this series. Hey, uh, hey guys! I gotta take off. Uh, oh yeah, it's ready for Am my I running time, long. Sorry, time for my time for my kids to go to sleep. So I gotta get ready. To oh, go. all right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we should wrap up anyway. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Actually, we're right at the top of the hour anyway. Let me um take this off of there, and we'll remove that, and that just leaves the two of us. So um, I didn't see. <laughs> I ran long. See what happens when you let Jamie there, in. See what happens when Jamie's in control. I just run long. I just go all night. Uh, Jack, what do you want to say to the good people tonight? Oh, man, you know what? Thank you for hanging out. This week has been, I'll be honest with you, this has been one of those weeks. It's It's been long. It's kind of sucked. So this was 
fun. What a relief to come here and hang out with all you lords and uh, talk about some books, some awesome books. JB did a marvelous job running the show today. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And I want to thank you. Here it goes. You guys ready? I'm going to pander to the audience. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. If you enjoyed the show, please do give us a thumbs up. If you're not subscribed to the channel, consider subscribing to the channel and hitting that bell so you don't miss the next time that we go live. I don't know which one of these is the actual outro. Um, so I'm going to guess. Man, I shouldn't guess, should I? Well, those I'm, I'm going to go with this one. All right. Peace out. Oh, don't forget. Keep digging in them long boxes, everybody. Peace. Shake and bake and pull it back. Oh, my God. the world's three greatest heroes created from the cosmic legends of the universe their mission to fight injustice to right that which is wrong and to serve all mankind